Will this be the last dance for Tyron Smith and Zach Martin in Dallas? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked, 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 Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we are recapping the offensive line play for the Dallas Cowboys during the 2023 season. And we're looking ahead to the 2024 season because we know we're going to have a different offensive line for the Cowboys. <laughs> like that much is certain. I want to start with this though, Landon. Mm-hmm. I, Tyron Smith played some of the best football he's played in yeah. the last five years uh, for the Cowboys. Zach Martin, I don't think did play quite as well this year. But with both players, well, Tyron's a free agent. Zach Martin going into the last year of his deal. Do you think this is the last time that we will see Zach Martin and Tyron Smith play for the Dallas Cowboys? I hope not, but I kind of think so. You know, I I mean, I just don't imagine that Tyron is – I imagine Tyron coming back this year. And I imagine that Zach, after next year – uh, potentially having you know uh, an, an interesting conversation about contract, um, but I can't imagine that Tyron comes back. You know, another two years. I, I just think that he's kind of reached the end of his rope. He's played really good football. Maybe you know, look, maybe he comes back and has another year like he did this year, right? And, and there isn't any drop off, and then maybe he does continue to kind of go there. But I, I, I just think that there's this is the first time. I guess I would put it this way. This is the first time in a long time that I would say it's probably a 50-50 chance that after this season, this upcoming season, that the Cowboys don't have both of those players on the roster. Uh, and, and just because, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding both of these players now, one with the contract. Well, both of them with contract expirings. I mean, frankly, Tyron's not under contract right now. I just – we feel kind of confident. Well, that yeah, let's – can we start with there before we get to Zach Yeah, let's Martin. do. So – um, right before we jump on the show, the NFL announced that the salary cap is going to be $255.4 million, which is about a $10 million increase from what teams – or from at least what the media was expecting. I know yeah. over the cap had it right around 245 246 I think that increase makes it even more likely that the Cowboys could do a deal with Tyron Smith because you just have way more flexibility. It's going to be way easier to be cap compliant. And once you get – something done with Dak Prescott. And once you do something with Leighton Vandrash and Michael Gallup's contract, you're going to have like $25 million in cap space. So I would imagine they at least try to get something done relatively soon. Yeah. So I I think that, you know, because of what you just discussed, I think that the likelihood of Tyron was, I felt like was probably likely beforehand now becomes very likely, Uh, but it's still, you know, we're still going to have to do this whole dance all over again at the end of next season. Right. And then add in the fact that Zach Martin is also on an expiring contract. So I do think it's, it's, it's hard to predict at this point. Um, but I would say that this is the first season, not this coming season, but the 2025 season, let's say 
will be the first season where we'll go into it where I would say there is at least as good a chance that you don't have both of those players as you do. Can we mention Tyron? This is the first time that he's been a free agent uh, since his rookie deal. Actually, he didn't even get to become a free agent because the Cowboys signed him so quickly. Like this is the first time he's been an unrestricted free agent. Um, What's complicated about this. And you and I were discussing this pre-show is there are a lot of teams out there with a ton of cap space. I think, New England has 87 million and Chicago's got like 85 million and Washington's got 80 something million. Could one of those teams offer a ton of money for Tyron Smith? Yeah, I think that's possible. I just, I can't see Tyron leaving to go play somewhere else for one year. And maybe the other thing that's complicated is I think these teams would be willing to give Tyron a lot of money over like three years. I just don't see Tyron really wanting to do that. I think he wants to take it year by year. Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, is that the Cowboys and Tyron clearly have found a plan that's working for Tyron's body, you know? And, and like, as much as you may think that, oh, that's something that could carry over to another team. I mean, these other teams have their own medical staffs that are going to want to do their own thing. They don't care who Tyron Smith is, you know? So uh, I, I tend to think that, yes, I do think that that's a concern. What if somebody wants to pay Tyron $27 million a year to play left tackle, you know, like I mean, what if Washington does, what if Washington, cause they, I think it's $87 million they have. What if they say, Hey, come play for us for $25 million fully guaranteed. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that that's a possibility. Uh, I don't know what Tyron would do then. Obviously we're, we're not best buds anymore. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I think that, I think that, you know, I, I think just based on what we've seen from him previous to this, he seems like a very loyal person. He seems like a person who, uh, values uh, uh, comfort and values like, you know, uh, kind of a reliable routine, you know? So I, I do think that he probably, I mean, his, his house is here, his family's here. He's been living here for a long time. I just, I, I would be surprised even for, you know, that much more money if he kind of picked up stakes and tried to do a, a season, or, or, you know, like you said, multiple seasons. And, and the other thing too, to keep in mind is if for a team that's going to pay them $25 million guaranteed, you know, it's like, he does have an injury issue. We've learned how to work around it, you know. Yeah. And and but you 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 you've got to pay twenty five million dollars, and then you got to be uh, really solid at backup swing tackle because you're going to need him for probably you know three to four games during the season. Yeah, and I want to talk about Zach Martin really quickly. He signed that new deal was it during training camp last year yep. when he out. Um, I mean, we haven't heard that he's not coming back, so I just assume that he is. I will mention. Uh, happened. We happened to follow each other on TikTok. Shout out to Zach Martin, our uh, <laughs> Instagram. Uh, he and his wife started building a house in in uh, Indiana last summer, and I think it's supposed to be done sometime this year. I, I mean, it would only make sense that like you play out this year, then you go live in your dream house in Indiana, right? I mean, I guess it certainly is a possibility. Um. Yeah, I mean, I still think he's got a lot of football left, or not a lot, but he's still got pl- plenty of road. He can he can play as long as he wants, but I mean, he's is he thirty three years old now? Thirty four? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's going to be thirty three, I think, this year going in. So, um, yeah, I, I, I he's thirty three right now. Yeah, he'll be thirty four in November. Like maybe he just is like you know I'll play through my age thirty four season, play ten years and go live with my wife in my dream house. 
Oh, wait, oh, oh, so wait, real quick, just so I'm clear, are you suggesting he retires? Is that what you? I'm saying after this year, after the twenty. Oh, oh, okay. Season. I thought you were suggesting. No, no. He, I, I, I think he contract that goes play for the Colts. Is that no, what no, no. I, <laughs> no, I think he plays out this deal. Yeah, and then I think he retires and moves oh, back. I, mean, and I, I, I think that makes sense, right? Like, I mean, I, I'm not reporting this. I'm just this. Yeah, is, this yeah, is no, that, no, no, no. That that's you know that's just y'all being friends on social on media, like like Tyron and I were uh, <laughs> after our big falling out on social media. Yeah, apparently. there you go. Uh, uh, no, I I think it makes sense. You know, I you know, and clearly it's it's easy for us to kind of tea leave this stuff and assume that we know you know plans, but but I think you know that makes some some logical sense. I mean, he is getting. I think he can continue to play I, I, you know, as long as he wants, but you're right. Like maybe he doesn't want to continue to play, you know, beyond next year or the year beyond. So uh, I just think that we're going to have to start taking each, both of these guys situation yeah. year by year as yeah. we go along here. Would also mention that this was like one of the first couple of years that Zach Martin actually dealt with an injury during the season. Yeah. And yeah. maybe he's looking at it like, Hey, I'll play one more year and get out of the game relatively healthy right and listen i respect any player that wants to do that so i if that's his plan and that's his goal i think that was fantastic but get that gold I, jacket fitted yeah I, enough have fun that's fine the other reason that i think it might be a little bit of a last dance for those two it's like maybe they just decide to go out together and especially like if the coaching staff changes like a lot of people are anticipating and it's a whole new regime and a new era in dallas in 2025 I don't know if they necessarily want to stick around for yeah. what might look like a yeah. rebuild. And listen, I mean, I think as much as I love those guys, I, I mean, they're two of my very favorite Cowboys of all time. Uh, I, I, when when I talk about, you know, kind of a full rebuild or a blowing up, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, I think it has to include those guys, right? Yeah, because you're going to try to save some money on the offensive line. Yeah, and, and you just, those guys are huge contract eaters, so you have to do something. So, Maybe it makes a lot of synergy sense for everybody, you know, after the 2025 or before the 2025 season to kind of reevaluate where where they are in their career. All right, let's talk about Tyler Smith, who maybe could be on the move once again. We will discuss that next. This episode is brought to you by Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little bit further? Ever wondered what adventure could be around that next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class-exclusive Google built-in is your always-updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Armada. It's going to change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to eight people in first-class luxury and style. And tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, the Nissan Pathfinder, or the Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We wanted to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. 
covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right, let's talk about some of the offensive linemen not named Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. And let's start with Tyler Smith, mm-hmm. who made quite the leap in year two. Do you anticipate him moving again, or do you think he's going to stay at left guard? I think he's going to stay at left guard for now. I mean, it, especially if they're bringing Tyron back, you know, uh, it obviously he would be playing left guard in that scenario. I think it also gives you another year to figure out what, where will let's go, where Asim Richards is. And then if you want, and if, 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 you know, it, it becomes uh, uh, available to you, there's obviously the opportunity to potentially draft a tackle. This class is, as we've discussed, is, is filthy with great offensive tackles at the top. So if one falls to you at 24 that you just don't want to pass up like a Mims or, you know, a Latham or something like that falls all the way down to you, then, yeah, I, I, it makes a ton of sense to go pull the trigger and, and, and you know, plug that guy in. Uh, it, it even makes sense with, with Tyron there because it gives you a year to kind of develop that guy a little bit. And, and, and to be clear, it's not like that guy won't get an opportunity to play even if, even if Tyron's starting in front of him because of all the things that we talked about in the last segment. So um, I, I, I think that it, it makes sense to keep Tyler at guard for now because – you're not sure that you want him as your left tackle uh, uh, solution yet. You, you want to see if you can find some other solutions because Tyler is so good at guard. But you also know that if you needed to go the other route and uh, you, you didn't find the tackle that you wanted, that maybe what you do you know, in 2025 after a, a 2024 season, if Tyron doesn't come back, is maybe at that point you kick Tyler back out to left tackle and then it becomes a little bit more well, a little more straightforward trying to go out and find a guard. You may even feel like TJ Bass or someone internally can kind of is ready to step up at that point and be a starter. And if not, it's it's probably a lot easier to go out and draft a starting offensive guard uh, than it is to get like, you know, the kind of tackle that you want at left tackle. So I say that, yes, Tyron stays, uh, sorry, Tyler stays at guard this season. Yes. Um, but I don't know that the yo-yoing is completely finished yet. Um, it, it may depend on exactly what, uh, the Cowboys are able to do as far as a tackle contingency plan during this offseason. I would be pretty shocked if Tyler Smith played left tackle next year, unless you had multiple injuries, like at tackle. Like, let's say they brought yeah. back Udoga and it was like Tyron Smith went down, Udoga went down, and Matt Woletsko went down. Like, maybe that's when you consider it, but they don't have a lot of guard depth either they actually weirdly nope. enough have more tackle depth than they have guard depth so i think it makes more sense sort of <laughs> well i mean sort of i think you've yeah. got more they oh, have man. more bodies that tackle i will give you that yeah they have more guys that they've drafted i'll say you know, how about this I, I think where we are right now at tackle depth and where we will be like in training camp at tackle depth may be very different because yeah. i think yeah. both Asim richards and matt will let's go are going to have very big transformations because both of them are fine. Well, I, I mean, well, let's go kind of got a full off season, but he was also coming back from an injury more so. Injury. Yeah. yeah. So I just think that both of those guys are going to have an opportunity to really take a good step forward this off season. Then we get to training camp this next year, see where we are with those guys. But I agree with you that I think, it's gonna. They're gonna have to be forced to move Tyler to tackle, yeah. In order for Tyler to play tackle, and that may happen. That may, you know, that may end up being true. But 
I have a feeling they would like to keep Tyler yep. a, tackle, a guard because he's a very good offensive guard. He's a physical oh my gosh, player. Yeah. He moves guys, and especially in a division where you've got all these kind of big defensive tackles, it's good to have a strong, solid offensive guard inside there. I mean, he made the All Pro. Uh, did he make? The, did he make the All Pro team this year? I think he did, didn't he? Or was he second? I think he team? was second team All okay. Pro, wasn't he? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Could he? My, my point was going to be he could be the best guard in the NFL by like week five of twenty twenty four. Like I don't Absolutely. think that would surprise anybody. No, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's shocking that he was the best guard on this team last I mean, year. You know, I mean, no offense to Zach, but Zach. No, I, Zach I don't even think it was that close. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that. I mean, Tyler was just a better player last year. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you know, like I said, it's an option. It's it's a, a solid option that I think you know, and t- left tackle is still definitely a more valuable position than guard. But I still think that the difference in which of the player that you're getting at, at Tyler Smith, the guard versus Tyler Smith, the tackle is why they're going to do whatever they can to try to keep Tyler at guard. Um, we've we just got a couple more minutes before we move on. I want to ask you about Terrence Steele because mm. obviously this year was up and down, really struggled at the beginning of the year, got a little bit better as we went down the stretch, still not quite as good as he was in the 2022 season. I'm looking at over the cap right now, and the Cowboys could restructure his deal. He, he's got a really high cap number this year. You could restructure his deal and save like eight to ten million, depending on how you wanted to do it. But I also don't know is yeah, that something you, you want to do? Do you want to give yourself an out in case he's never able to rebound? Uh, what do you think the Cowboys should do here, and how much confidence do you have long term in Terrence Steele? Uh, yeah, it's, I think Terrence is a really tough evaluation right now, right? Because uh, obviously coming back from a brutal injury. I mean, first off, let's just point out that it's incredibly impressive that he was able to play all, all, all 17 games while coming off of that injury from an, you know. Uh, and I don't late- think he missed a practice either from what I no. remember. And so that's, that is an incredible achievement. So kudos to him on that. Now his play was extremely up and down and, and at points very down, you know, and, and to the point where it was closer to the Terrence Steele of old that we used to complain about than it was the Terrence Steele that we saw in the previous two seasons. So um, I, I do think, uh, I do think that, I do think that I believe that he's going to get better and that he's going to return to form. But I think you have to insulate yourself, and I and I don't know that you can like automatically pull the trigger on restructuring uh, that simply because well, like this is what they did with Michael Gallup last year, right? Like yeah, they thought it was a Gallup, mistake, you know? Yeah, they thought Michael yeah. Gallup it, year two after the injury was going to be a significantly better player. They restructured the deal, and pretty quickly into the season, found out that he just wasn't the same guy. I'm actually more optimistic about Terrence Steele. But I would also like to give myself an out a little bit. So I I know it would be really tempting for them to touch that caps number so they could free up a bunch of space. Yeah. I think I want to let this one play out a little bit. I think so too. I mean, just because you just don't know. Like maybe he does maybe he just can't recover f- from that injury the way we thought he w- it was. And it's it's a physical limitation. I don't think that that's the case. I mean, I, I just I don't. Uh I think he's gonna come back this season and he's gonna be Terrence Steele that we we're, we're used to. But you have to you have to insulate yourself. You have to protect yourself here. So uh, the Cowboys are it's it's you know look, they're about to pay Dak you know sixty million dollars a year or whatever. They have to be careful here because they can't afford to kind of just commit a bunch of money to players that they don't want to put on the field. And if 
Terrence plays that this next season similar to what he played last season, and he's fully healthy. You're in a really bad spot if you've restructured his deal to push all that money into the future, and you can't take him off the field because you're paying him too much money. Gotcha. That's that's extremely problematic. All right, Landon, I want to talk about some of the down roster offensive linemen because for the first time in a long time, it does seem like there's a lot of intriguing depth options here that might be able to rise up the ranks and become starters. I want to discuss those players, including Awesome Richards, TJ Bass, and Brock Hoffman next. This episode is brought to you uh, by Better Help. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who is unbiased in your life. So today I want to tell you how I really feel about something. You might might even be thinking the same thing this week. Um, I, I don't get why the NFL Combine isn't this week. We do this NFL Combine next week, and then free agency is like the following week. It's just too much. I, I, I want time to, to really focus in on the Combine and let it breathe and look at all the results. Unfortunately, we just don't get that there feel a little bit better (laughs) therapy can be different for everyone most of us have much bigger problems than when the nfl combine takes place i know i'm (laughs) weird there Uh, but it's important to get things off of your chest every once in a while if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's done entirely online it's designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule just visit betterhelp.com slash locked on and if you use that promo code locked on you can get 10 percent off your first month. Again, that is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day, we will be back next week continuing our exit interviews from the 2023 season. Uh, we're going to be getting you ready for the NFL Combine, which starts on Thursday. Uh, we've got action all weekend long, so make sure you guys are tuning in for that. But let's talk about some of the depth offensive linemen here, Landon, before we head out. KJ Bass played, I think, was it 400-something snaps last year? Mm-hmm. Brock Hoffman got to start a couple games. Awesome. Richards looked really good in the preseason. If you had to bet on one of these offensive linemen to step up and take a starter role in Ooh. 2024, who would you pick? I, I think I think it's TJ Bass just because I think that you've seen TJ Bass play the best football of these guys, right? Uh, I think that there's a chance that – I'm interested in seeing TJ Bass snap a football. That's that's what I want to see, you know, because I, I not that I necessarily think that he is your solution at center as a starter next season, but I mean he could be, and he could be part of the equation. He could be part of a, of a competition. He could be part of a backup situation. It would be great to have a, a full time swing interior guy oh instead gosh, of having God. to rely on you know two or three guys cobbled together there. Um, so I, I I think that TJ Bass is the guy that to me, you know, he 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 seemed like he was well on his way to becoming a starter based on what we saw of his play uh, this year, and especially since you know he's a tackle that moved inside to guard. Uh, I, I think you know another year of kind of learning the interior and getting used to that. Uh, I, I think you'll see even better results from him, especially in pass protection, where you know that's tough. It's 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 like. It, things are just moving so much faster when people are trying to get up the field and get up, get off the ball. And so uh, I think just understanding the speed of the game a little bit better, 
uh, would give him, uh, you know, it's just that classic thing, uh, getting experience on the field, being able to digest it in the offseason. It really helps you with your training and understanding where you need to go uh, during the offseason. I think of those three players, we can add Matt Willetsko in there if you would like to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of, of those four, I feel the best about TJ Bass being a quality player. I think he, I think he's good, can develop into an average offensive lineman, which is there's a lot of value in just having yeah. NFL average, right? I won't be shocked though. If Brock Hoffman is like your day one star, starter at center next year. And listen, I, you and I have had very mixed feelings. We're being nice and mixed feelings on Brock Hoffman, but the coaching staff seems to love him. They seem like they really like his edge that he brings and some of the toughness. It, and I just don't want to Jackson Power Johnson. I, I <laughs> but I just don't want to admit, dismiss the possibility that Brock Hoffman yeah. maybe is your day one starting center next year, and it's TJ Bass who is the swing guy. He is of the four that you've mentioned the least talented guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like hundred percent like, agree. I mean, well, let's go. Definitely, I see Richards. I'll put out there at tackle. I, I mean, Hoffman. I, I will say this Hoffman played better football than I expected when he was out there. I'll, I will fully admit that, but compared to what we saw in the preseason. Yes. Yeah, we saw a training camp. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was tough for him. So I, I you know, I guess you, you, you can never discount it. You can never count it out. The coach's preference. Uh, but I would be pretty shocked. And, and, well, know, I, I, I've seen crazier thing. things though you and I have gotten pretty good at like reading the tea leaves of the reports from certain reporters. And it just seems like anytime his name is mentioned, it's like, I don't disagree with that. It, I it's don't like, disagree with Hey, that. we love his toughness. We love how physical we yeah. thought he got better as the year went on. Uh, he's the type of guy that we want. And I should mention like there was, he started two games this year. Uh, it was the commanders game in week 18. And then he started the, the Cardinals game, the Cardinals game. Yes. I remember. Was, yeah, that one was rough. Not great. Not great. But I, I just don't want to dismiss it. That's all. No, and we shouldn't dismiss it. I, I, uh, obviously, there's two things here, right? My personal preference when I brought off from being a center, which is one thing, and it's over here, right? And yeah. my agreeing with you completely. I read. I read the same tea leaves. Uh, somebody, but I don't think that's not option A. Like it's pretty clear. Like they either want to draft a center relatively high. Yeah. Oh or yeah. Maybe sign like a veteran stopgap. You know, in free agency. But I. I, I just, I just think that they're not. They're, they're not as offended by Brock Hoffman at start as a starting center as we are. As I think those that's. Words. I think that's what it is. Right. I yeah. agree. I do think that they will make attempts to. I think the reason that they're they were moving off of Biotish is because they know that they need more at the position. They right? know they've got to upgrade that position. They can't, so, they can't spend $10 million to feel like we, to have him be the fifth best offensive lineman out there. Just because Hoffman is a professional jerk. And I mean that in the best possible yeah, way. Yeah. That's a positive. Thing. Lineman, yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't mean that he's necessarily better. So I, I would like a professional jerk. Who's also a very good center. Again, uh, vote for Jackson Paul Johnson. <laughs> Power Johnson is your pick in 24. Uh, last thing before we go. Um, listening to just different Cowboy podcasts and stuff, and I think there's some mixed um, feelings on Chuma Adoga. Like, I know some people want the Cowboys just to develop. Um, well, let's go and Austin Richards and let those guys be your swing tackles. I got to be honest. Like, if Chuma Adoga wants to come back on another one-year deal like oh. he had last year, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, I thought he played good football last year, and and you know we were a little scared based on what we saw in training camp. But he kind of just like needed to focus a little bit. It felt like right, like just having him play tackle 
really kind of helped, I think, his play. Yeah, just on. let him be a left tackle. Let him yeah. take only left tackle snaps. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I so think I, that you just get him in there. You get him in there and and just let him be the swing tackle, or or even maybe just one side, right? Left side tackle. Uh, yeah. But but don't don't worry, don't push him inside to guard. He doesn't need to practice that. They'll figure guard out. They've got lots of depth there at this point. Yeah, including our guy Brock Hoffman. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every single day. Go check out the YouTube channel. We post videos every single day over there. Go download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Landon. One more thing, guys. A, a, a really good friend and a, a member of our community passed away mm-hmm. over this last week. I just wanted to kind of send everyone, uh, if you get a chance, if you want to, you can donate to a, a memorial fund that he's uh, set up. Uh, give, send, go. Go look up Mark Lane. Uh, he was a really great guy and, and a friend of all of ours, and he will definitely be missed. Yeah, Mark Lane is actually one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast right now Absolutely. because of some recommendations that he gave me. So uh, Mark is, was a fantastic guy. We're, we're going to miss him so much. So go check that out as well. Uh, go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. Have a great weekend. And we will see you right back here on Monday.